Hello, Chef Marcus Giuliano here, and welcome to In the Weeds, episode number 25. I'm going to talk about productivity today and um, a technique, an old-time technique that creates a massive productivity that I've personally been fighting for years. I've personally been fighting this for years, thinking I can't do it. Uh, my day is going to turn chaotic at any point. Why bother doing this? Let me just write my list down of things I need to get done and delegate some, figure out what's important. I, I've had several different systems over the years, but I've never done this one particular thing that has transformed my last three to four weeks. I'm going to talk about that. First off, if you need tips to run a restaurant, or any business for that matter, go to 50mistakes.com, 50mistakes.com. The, uh, there you will find a ton of free resources. Uh, the book right behind me, if you're watching this, 5050mistakes.com uh, is also available from there for free. Uh, hit the link and we will send that out to you for free. Just pay shipping. And uh, my new book is coming out by the end of um, this year, 2021. Uh, about COVID and restaurants and how to totally crush it during COVID pandemics, crush it during any pandemic and beyond. So check out that book. Everyone still has to eat. It's called. And I'll talk about my my two best years ever in the restaurant industry during COVID. So, uh, in fact, we just made Yahoo News about that. An article was published to Yahoo News about uh, our success during COVID. So I'm sharing all of those secrets and tips. They're not really secrets or tips, they're execution things. There's about 20 in all total there that I am sharing. So um, if you are ever in New York, 90 miles north of New York City in the Catskills and Hudson Valley, uh, come visit me at my restaurant, Aroma Time Bistro. Been here since 2003. Come check me out. That's my home base. If you ever want to travel with us, uh, if you ever want to travel with us, uh, VIPWineryVacations.com. We take you to, um, we take you to our friends' wineries in Italy, in Spain, in New York, and now Valle de Guadalupe, Baja California, Mexico. Uh, beautiful wine region down there. If you're a restaurant that wants to set up a trip, we also have a program for you to set up a trip uh, where there's profit sharing in that. It can um, it can be a nice thing for your guests. Add a few bucks to your pocket. And uh, we're more than happy to talk about that. Just email us uh, and we'll be happy to uh, respond and, um, and set something up. All right. Productivity tips. So I'm, an, I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. I love reading books, listening to books. I love listening to nutrition books, medical books, um, and really business and marketing books. But I have a lot of business and marketing books and a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of cookbooks as well recipe books, cookbooks, but business and marketing, um, productivity, personal growth. I have been an Anthony Robbins fan for, gee, my first Anthony Robbins event was 2002, 2002, Unleash the Power Within, did the Firewalk, all that kind of stuff, went to a couple of his other courses. I've had one of his coaches uh, for a while. I've had business coaches, had personal coaches, and I am, like I said, a lifelong learner. However, However, the one thing I've been fighting off for years, because I thought that I couldn't do it. I thought this wasn't for me. And because especially if you're a restaurant owner, we all know if you're a restaurant owner, your day can go chaotic at any point. Your day can change, move around, salesperson can walk in the door, uh, plumbing can break. Things can happen that will pull you in every single direction. And the first time I ever tried this, 
um, this technique, which is called time blocking, literally going down on your calendar and saying at nine o'clock, you're doing this at nine 30, you're doing this at 10 30, you're doing this at 12 o'clock, you're doing this at one 30, you're doing this and two 30, this and three 30, this and four 30, this five 30. So whatever it is, whatever those time frames are that right there, I tried to do several years ago. Here's my downfall and I'm doing it now. And here's why it's a success right now. All right. So prior to this last attempt, which has been very successful, I would get very, I would get too specific. I would overwhelm myself and get way too specific to make it work. And then I would get upset when it didn't work. So if I'm supposed to be doing something at 1230, a task and a salesman shows up at 1220, I'd get upset and I'd be like, I've got to follow my schedule. I've got to follow my schedule. And I was on such a tight, complex schedule because I thought doing that would create um, more productivity. In fact, all it created was for me to get upset. Somebody walked in and sometimes I didn't want to see the salesperson. And sometimes I did want to see the salesperson. Uh, sometimes it was a great surprise to see the salesperson. So, and oh, I haven't seen you in a couple of months. Glad you're here. Let's catch up. What do you got for me? Especially if you're a wine sales rep, what do you got? What's in your bag? Um, you're here for a reason, right? And then all of a sudden it would throw everything off. And then I would get discouraged. And I would try to do this day after day after day. And after a week of this, I would just throw my hands in the air and say, you know what? I can't do this. This isn't for me. But I've seen a lot of my friends do this successfully. Not They're not really not in the restaurant industry, uh, but I've seen other people in other industries do this very successfully. So I've been watching and I've been learning. And the one key thing that I've learned is is overwhelming yourself kills your productivity. And I think that happens with, with anything uh, that you're trying to do, anything that you're trying to overwhelm yourself, whether it's more tasks, whether it's a complexity of a task. So if it's a project that is way too complex, then that, that overwhelmingness kills the product, kills the project. If you put too much on your to-do list for the week, like if you start on Monday morning or Sunday night and you write down 50 things on your to-do list, and you wake up Monday, get to your office, you're like, oh my gosh, I got 50 things. Like, where do I start? Let me pick at this piece. Let me pick at this piece. And this is a small thing I get done. And all of a sudden you're like just juggling things. If you're like me, I'm a starter. I love to start things. I don't enjoy finishing things. Which means I have great ideas. I'm creative. I'm creative. I will um, start something and then I'll finish it now to me, finishing a project is 70%. <laughs> For me, that's perfectly fine. If I'm done, I know 70% of a project, I consider that I'm, I'm completed on it. Realistically, everything's done except for sending the email out, except for placing the ad, except for whatever it's done, except for that final execution stage. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I have four or five projects that aren't executed, but they're, they're in my mind, hey, I've, I've put all this work in, I put two hours of work in this project. Yeah, it's sort of done. Yeah, it's kind of done. Then I'll start another project. So I overwhelm myself with the complexities or the chaos. I overwhelm myself with the chaos and I never finish. So I just know that I'm the person that needs to team up sometimes with somebody or delegate the rest of the project out. So I will start it. Um, and then to get the dot stage, I'll delegate it or I'll have my wife start to finish it because she's a great finisher. She's a fantastic finisher. Um, the starter. Um, so I have no problem doing that. So if I team up with her or somebody else, I can get the job done. However, again, there's a lot of things on my list that just are now overwhelming because I have 50 things on. And I'm thinking a lot of people think that because I write 
or because you write all these things down, you're going to be productive. And I find this with most restaurant owners. They're just there unless you stick to a strict schedule or have a strict a structure, then you're going to fail at a lot of these. So my latest attempt at time blocking has been going on for two weeks. And here's what I do. I don't do it every day. All right. Because if I try to do it on Saturdays and Sundays and other days that I'm sort of here, sort of not here, this and that, I feel it's too much overkill. It's too complex to do it for me every day. So I take my most important days, like what days really matter for me. And for me, it's Monday and Tuesdays are my two most important days that time blocking, that my schedule, that time management matters. All right. Just like if you have a menu dish, your menu, if you're like, well, where do I start for my food costs? Well, you start with your highest volume selling dishes for your food costs, right? And then you go to your, you know, so for example, if you say, well, I need to, I need to really lower my food costs, Marcus, where do I start? I have 30 items on my dish. I would say run a report, figure out your six best selling dishes. And let's look at those six dishes first. And if we can tweak the steak, the salmon, and maybe the soup and something else, maybe we can tweak those and raise the prices on those, um, understand what we're paying for those, uh, maybe lower the price on those to create more volume because it's such a great margin maker, but you're not selling enough of them compared to the number one dish. So you kind of tweak things and you maximize things, but you start simple. You don't start with all 30 dishes. You start with six. So there's seven days in a week. You start with two. Figure out the two days that would make the most difference in your schedule right now. So for me, it's Mondays and Tuesdays. So Mondays and Tuesdays, I did Monday and Tuesday this week. I did Monday and Tuesday last week, Monday and Tuesday the week before. This week, I graduate to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I've added an extra day on for time blocking. And today, I've my strategy on my time blocking in general is to have looser schedules. So not to be as rigid. I'll Knowing that something will take me an hour, I might give myself an hour and a half for it. So if I'm running late from something that took too long, I can overlap. So for me, it's about making sure that I've time blocked enough time in the morning for these three projects and then the afternoon for these three projects. And I've, I've time blocked in the gym. I've time blocked in when I'm going to arrive in my office. I've time blocked in when I'm going to record content. I've time blocked in when I'm going to write menus, when I'm going to meet with my chef. I've time blocked in all these certain things where this is now the structure. And if something goes wrong in there, I actually have enough, enough of a buffer to move things around or to let things run a little longer, which means the chaos is gone. The feeling of being overwhelmed is gone because I'm behind on a project. And when you're overwhelmed on a project, like I said, um, feeling overwhelmed, the chaos happens and all of a sudden productivity goes way, way down. So I'm three weeks in the time blocking. I figured I would share this because this is a really good productivity tool that technique that I've been just kiboshing forever, totally kiboshing. And I'll see my friends, and we have these coaching calls, uh, these coaching momentum buddies, where we get on three days a week in the morning. You're paired up with one person every two weeks. And what happens is you take 15 minutes to talk about your day, talk about your goals, talk about your why, uh, what you're thankful for and things like that. And you go back and forth. And every single one of these um, highly successful people from this group time block. They time block and they time block. And I'm like, I wish I could time block, but I just can't. And it's not that I couldn't do it. I just didn't have the right strategy to do it, right? I just didn't have the right, um, I don't want to say mindset because I wanted to do it, but I just didn't, I didn't have the right strategy. It's like, it's like 
it's like a coach, like a baseball coach, a, a baseball player, a batter. They're hitting the ball. They're just not hitting the ball far enough or often enough. And something comes in and they tweak something, the way they're standing, the way they're approaching, the, you know, their swing. Maybe they're changing their bat size. Maybe they're changing their grip. Something happens along that process that helps them do it better. So for me, changing my grip on this was making it a little looser. And what I've, so I'm not quite as strict as this is this, this is the time that I've got to be here and this and this, I've blocked this amount of time out now. So I'm a little looser, which helps me get more done. And I think momentum is the most important thing with anything that anybody does. Once you start seeing momentum, you keep moving forward. It's like weight loss. If you've lost five pounds. Oh yeah. Five pounds. Let me lose seven pounds. Oh wow. Seven pounds, nine pounds. Oh wow. 10 pounds, 11 pounds. Oh wow. To a point where some people say weight loss is a game, a fun game because they're so good at it because they figured out the grip on the bat. They figured out the grip on the fork. They figure this out. So for them, it becomes now it was in a game um, where the weight just comes off. And I've heard people say this, yeah, weight loss can be a game if, if, if you've got the right technique. So now because the momentum is key to this moment, you've got to start somewhere. So if you start the time blocking very loosely and you get one day done, just one single day of time blocking done, even if it's four things, you'll feel the momentum of this. Yes, I can do that. So do not overwhelm yourself. Do not create chaos and, um, and try time blocking, really try time blocking. Uh, if you're out there and you time block already and you're successful at it, you know the massive benefits of time blocking. So um, that is it. So thanks everybody for tuning in. In the Weeds is meant to, to help business owners. At first, I started out doing all interviews. Now I've transformed to me talking. Um, so it's just a, a combination of, of business tips, other minds, and um, just sharing our success and our stories in the restaurant industry. And of course, any industry, this all works. Some time blocking here works with any industry that you're in. Doesn't matter. You can time block. So thank you for tuning to In the Weeds. I appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Go to 50mistakes.com. Check out all those free tips for restaurant owners and really any other business owner. Click the link to get the free book and hope to see you soon. 